The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, guys? Hell's Charles and Maggie Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday. Let me say it one more time. Dallas forever, Philly for never. Leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. Nope. I mean, let me just say that that was a bona fide spanking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was um cute. Like it wasn't even close. It at all, at all ever at it, one point. <laughs> there's a lot of things that make me happy in this world, but not many that can top beating the Eagles and beating them in an absolutely embarrassing fashion. <laughs> they so, haven't been online like all week. I would go dark too. Yeah. Go sit in the corner. And think about what you did. As Peyton Manning would say, go sit in the portalette. (laughs) If you understand that reference, I love you. It's my favorite skit of literally all time. Um, Anyways. But uh, yeah, that was so fun. You actually got to be there and witness the the beautifulness of just everything the game was. They couldn't even say anything. Like they were in the section, but like. Everyone was so loud. Um, I was talking to John about it, and he was like, it really did sound like a playoff game, which isn't too out of the norm for when they come to town, but, like, it was, like, another level. So fun. Especially because, like, once you fuel the home crowd, they will abide. It was just fun. And, like, really, truly, Dak Prescott – is silencing every single one of the haters. Like it's, I mean, he emerged out of that. So, I mean, it was just so like gladiator-esque, not that I've seen that movie, but like historically understanding what gladiator. like, I think that's what that means. If I were to make a hypothesis about what it would look like going back to the real time. Anyways, um, <clears throat> you know, it just, it was just like you, he had everything against him, like, going into not, I mean, he's been playing fantastic, but to be able to emerge as victorious as he did, it really did cement him on top 
of that MVP conversations. And let and let's let's be honest. You know, everyone's been talking about how the Cowboys have only been beating people with losing records. And the the Philadelphia Eagles have a winning record. And not only that, they're atop the division. And I know the NFC in the NFC East can be squirreled. I mean, they're not at the moment, but you know. But still, like the fact that like the Eagles are just what they were going into that game, they are nothing to laugh at. Nothing. Like I take very seriously. I mean, I laugh at them because I hate them, not because they're bad. 100%. Mainly that. I still remember when they had the massive Carson Wentz poster covering their stadium after they traded him away. That was a fun moment in time. But it's, you know, you have to take this team seriously. You have to take Dak 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 Prescott seriously, and you there's it really is undeniable at this point that this team and its quarterback is a powerhouse. Yeah, I mean, Dak for MVP. We've been beating this drum for a little bit, but like every week, it gets stronger and stronger. The case being made, and you know, like he said, he has the pen and he's going to write the story. So. Right now, it's looking pretty good. Yeah. No. Speaking sure. of uh, what's not looking good, though, other yeah. than the Eagles, um, did you see what happened to the Chargers? No. What happened? I think I saw something. I, I honestly – Okay. Because I saw some Brandon Staley notification come across my – He got fired. Oh. <laughs> but they oh. lost – hold on. Let me get the actual score. It was 63 to 21 to the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, they didn't score until the third pe- or quarter. I was going to say period. I was watching hockey. Um, but yeah, so they fired Brandon Staley. And you know who didn't get elevated to head coach? The OC. More. <laughs> <He's not>. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, should have t- taken that. Boise State job when he could have. He's it's available right now. I'm pretty sure. Do you think they're offering it to him still, or do you think they're like? I think he probably already like went for it. Or do you uh, think slowly pulling it back? Like, hey, maybe we're not gonna. Maybe we just might want to internalize conversations. Give us a moment to. You know what I mean? Like, what do you? Yeah. Think? Well, so okay. Head coach Brandon Staley and general manager Tom Telesco were both let go by the team. Um, and they named Giff Smith the head coach. What a great jo- head coach. JoJo yeah. Wooden, the general manager. Wow. Giff and JoJo. Oh, they also like relieved- show. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. They also relieved their defensive run game coordinator and defensive line coach Jay Rogers of his duties too. Clean in house, bro. Season ain't over. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, yikes. That's a lot. I mean, they've been pretty embarrassing. I won't lie, but like, that's a lot. Yes. That, but like, especially because you know, there was a time not too long ago. We were sitting here having conversations about the young, the emergence of all these young head coaches and how they yeah. were dynamic offensively and what they were doing. And like Brandon Staley was a part of that conversation. And so, yeah. you know, to be able to, to do that and then fall so far, like that's just you, it's kind of like they almost had to like amputate to, for because amputating 
would somehow stop the bleeding. <laughs> it's it's wild. Um and I'm I'm really surprised. I guess I mean I'm not that surprised, but I just think like that was kind of the whole point, you know, of him going there. Right. Like him not even getting the interim job. It's kind of crazy to me. Yeah. No, it's pretty nuts. Sorry, Kel Kel. My bad, bro. Um, but you know, let's I'll change gears. This is a just a way to switch things over. But um a team that did fire someone midseason, it was their OC, and they brought on a new OC, Joe Brady. We're playing the Buffalo Bills this weekend. The Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. That is indeed who the Cowboys are playing. And listen, you're right. Like, I feel like the Bills, <clears throat> I know they haven't been as good this year. And, you know, as like maybe. They're getting sick. hot at the right time. Right. Like, dude, I'm telling you, though, like the Giants sing. That's weird. Like, it's just what like there's stuff that they're there. I, I look at them and I'm like, OK, like you're doing weird stuff. But I also am still worried about you. Like somehow, I mean, it's Josh Allen. Like it's, it's, it's Josh Allen. Like I can't. Oh wait, what am I? I don't know why I said the Giants. Ignore me on that. But um, I knew what you meant. Right. <laughs> they they are not as consistently as high performing on paper <laughs> as they have been in years past and. That to me shows areas of opportunity. It gives me Achilles heels that this Cowboys team can definitely go after. But I also still am not in a position where, you know, there's still people out there like Vegas. There's some people in Vegas that are still favoring the Bills. And, you know. They have a lot to play for and they're at home. They do. And, you know, I think you can't deny the players on their team they have, the pieces that they have. Listen. You know, as LSU stands on this podcast, mainly Meg, but also sometimes me, you can't deny Joe Brady. Like, Joe Brady is talented. He can do a lot with a good quarterback. Josh Allen is a great quarterback. And I feel like, you know, that alone should be interesting. But also, this made me sad. And remember my, like, this one have been my, like, raunchiest tweet, and I'm not going to revisit it too much, but, like, Back when like the schedule was released, when Trayvon Diggs was on our team, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like we would get to see like the brothers play each other." Basically, and it was a Earl Thomas reference. I'll let you draw yeah. the conclusions from there. But now we're actually like finally getting to see it, and one of the brothers isn't even going to play. And that I know sad. it's really upsetting. Um, <clears throat> but like you were saying, um. Just like Joe Brady with a good offense, like you can't put him on the Carolina Panthers and expect him to create magic. It's just, it wasn't going to happen. You put him with a good offense that has potential and he'll turn some stuff around. Um, that being said, yeah, the digs on digs matchup is what we all wanted to see at the beginning of the year. Um, I know they wanted it too. Uh, that was going to be Gilmore and Diggs. Yeah. I think that's kind of fun though. Still fun in his bag right now. Honestly, though, he's like AJ Brown called me old. Watch this shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> this is gonna be fun, and I'm like, 
how like Trayvon better be helping Stefan like really. Uh, I mean, he better be helping our team and not the. Bills. I was gonna say back that up. Thank you. There we go. That's why I had to like. Can you tell? It's like late in the day we're recording this, and like <laughs> I've been like completely brain fried by meetings all day. <laughs> I was. It's totally been one of those days where I've been like in an hour long meeting that actually ended up being two hour long meeting. There was only supposed to be an hour. And then you just really don't remember what you talked about. Totally one of those days. I mean, in this alternate universe, we were playing the Giants and Trayvon Diggs is back. So it wasn't so bad. <laughs> you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Have, did you see um, some of the stuff they're doing to prepare for this game being in Buffalo? No, but I'm dying to know because it's going to be cold. And it was originally going to be like 40 something degrees, which is like not bad. Not bad. Especially for Buffalo. But now it's going to rain an 80% chance of rain. No, thank you. But before that even came out, um, Fergie was on uh, at the practice field. He's been dunking his hands in ice water to catch. <laughs> um, Tell me. So you were like. Wait, does he still have that dog in him? Yeah, he does. Is Mike Pope still this? Is Mike Pope still the coach of the tight ends? Like, what's happening here? This is like very Mike Pope esque. Remember when he would like put like buckets over their head when we yeah. were the team and like make them do like crate? And we're like, what are you doing? I think Dak should be doing it too. Like throw like that. I know he has like hand covers and stuff, but like still, no I mean, prep. Listen, you can joke all you want i know you're not but like people in general but this team has been doing really really well indoor on turf and that situational environment matters it matters all the way down to like equipment like when it rains when it snows like they'll start to have to bring extra pairs of cleats for every single player ones that are like spikes that have like longer longer spikes in the bottom so that they can actually get traction in the in the actual grass versus like turf shoes are going to be a shorter cleat um you know when it's cold af they bring those like massive like batman jackets oh yeah that are like i'm telling you when i was dating that equipment manager i, tried, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that exact statement i tried <laughs> so hard to get one of these and i'm it's telling you folks reference. five years <laughs> Dating equipment manager, living with them, I was still unable. So I don't know what the price of one of those jackets is, but it ain't cheap. No. It ain't no. cheap. So <laughs> anyways, they're going to totally have those. I bet you they'll have like the helmet warmers on the side they brought out to Washington, like totally like, you know, hand warmers, all of that. But like the rain on top of it being so cold, like freezing rain, that's just going to be a really tough, 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 tough game. And thank God that the run game saw a resurgence last week because that to me. And the defense. I mean, yeah. Like you really do have to rely on some of those old school football tactics when you play in these old school stadiums in these crazy kind of temperatures. Like I feel like we're going back to like, you know, the early 1900s when it's like, oh, ice bowls, you know, type of thing where we're just out here freezing with nothing. And then we got to, you know, strip it down to the bare bones and just do X's and O's what we know works, which is, 
you know, running the ball is going to be easier than trying to throw an actual ice block of a football. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, God. Um, I'm like, who who do we feel like is gonna wear sleeves and who's gonna be like, it's not cold? <laughs> um Tony Pollard will not wear sleeves. Okay. It's a good call. I, I don't know. I I I honestly this is actually a I'm gonna keep thing. an eye out for it, is what I'm saying. I feel like Ferg might go hard and try and not wear sleeves. Oh, one hundred percent. Zach's gonna wear sleeves. Um like if Fergie's dunk, dumping his body in ice water and playing outside right now, like he's definitely not wearing any covers. What if he's going as far as to like go to cryos places and like do there's cryotherapy? a 100% chance? I mean, I'm pretty sure they have cryotherapy at the Cowboys. He's doing cold plunges, yeah. he's, doing- he's doing all those things. It would not surprise me, it yeah. would not surprise me one bit. But you know, again, like it's I also, I think it's important that this run game, like I said, and also like you mentioned, the defense are really, you know, I would say defense being on lock because they've been pretty stellar and they are going to stay stellar, but having the run game see a little bit of an uptick, I think is important to have that mental confidence going into this game, because I do really feel like they're going to have to rely on that more and more and more as you go into, you know, the colder months, as you play outdoors, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's a good time to be able to lean on, you know, that bell cow mentality to get you through like that back quarter of the season. And yeah, I mean, I just think that especially in these elements, it's going to be imperative that they have that on lock. Yeah. The blocking is going to be important. Um, You're going to need to be careful with those penalties. I know everyone's like jazzed about the rough crew that we got because I think Dak, is like nine and oh with them, but like, oh, really? Yeah, but the crew last week was seven and oh with the Eagles. So I'm like, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that's great that at least we don't know we don't have like total idiots. So there's that. But or like, like haters, total haters. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, I like I said, I said this with Paul last week, I was like, and they did, they did what exactly what I'm about to say. I was like, I hate the ref stuff as much as the next guy. How about just leave no doubt? And that would be, again, my call is leave no doubt. Like, don't let it come down to a call. I don't want it to, I don't want it to have, I don't want to have one of those games. Now, RJ runs these Madden simulations, which are like 
half majority of the time they're like completely false but it has us winning 28 to 3 and I was like that sounds good to me absolutely not oh my god like what are you talking about like I was like did they put the weather on there like what are we doing did they forget to put digs on the field like are you serious no but it I would be fun I I would not hate if Stefan Diggs accidentally slept in and missed the game like if you want to do that, that's fine. But otherwise, you know, I'm going to be there like turning off his alarm clock. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no way. Sabotage. Gilmore is great, but I guarantee like he's not going to be that irrelevant. No, honestly, this I don't is- know. I, the Eagles uh, boys look pretty. Uh, yeah. Pretty irrelevant. And I mean- once you put Gilly on a DK, he was held down too so you know never say never I just like I have too much respect for some of these players yeah for sure them completely irrelevant even as great as I think our defensive backs can be <laughs> like I just 100%. I'm, I'm like <laughs> but we have that again these are things I'm looking for will we get 28 to 3 who's gonna wear sleeves who's not <laughs> yeah I mean, I would say this. I feel like there's a definite recipe for success. Um, obviously, I'll just reiterate, Dak's playing top of his game. You've got our offense that is also playing top of their game. The run game is really finding its footing. Defense is being as Dan Quinn as ever, which is great. But I might also add in a bit of a dark horse for a minute. You've talked about coaching with like Brandon Staley and you know how – they were great players and they just weren't able to make it happen. Do you feel like that Mike McCarthy and his Packers coaching history might be a low key little dark horse where like, if I were to take two stadiums, I would take three stadiums. I would go Pittsburgh, Green Bay and Bills, maybe Cleveland and be like, those dudes are like wild tundra NFL folk. Like they are like, out there in the elements like that things get real in those parts like that's like old school football to my in my opinion like to a t and i just feel like those people when those times come are just built different and i don't know y'all like maybe i'm just you know adding to the folklore just because it's fun and a fun little storyline but i feel like i'm going to give Mike McCarthy, a little bit of credit as an edge for this Cowboys team. I mean, you could count him as an edge in several ways, but yeah, at least he could be like, oh, oh, I'm cold. Oh, like this is what you do when you're cold, you big baby. Like go put some Tiger Balm on. (laughs) Well, I'm even (laughs) saying like how he plays his teams and how he schemes against. Oh, yes. Because again, like he's so used to having to, orchestrate an entire football team and game despite insane elements that like this is like nothing to him whereas other people might be like well we might you know you know it just was it's a totally like Jason Garrett (laughs) 100 percent like let's face it like that stuff like environments matter and they can totally shift the outcome of a game oh I guess I should have thrown in Chicago too Chicago's totally in the mix of that as well but like that, I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like to have a football coach that is so well-versed 
And I'm not saying it's going to be like, that's the only reason why the Cowboys win. But like, I'm not going to not give credit where I think credit might be due. Like, I feel like there's a lot of confidence. We'll at least be able to match up to a team that's so used to it is what you're saying. A hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. Like Bill's, this is what they do. This is their bread and butter. And the Cowboys sit and they go into a really nice cushy arena and it's temperature controlled and they don't they have like to- it there. Like Peyton Manning was very much like this all the time. Like Peyton Manning had like stat lines against how he played indoors versus how he played outdoors. Like that was like a running thing throughout his career. So like, you can't say it doesn't matter. And I don't know, like, again, like having the guy at the helm who is so just, he's just a veteran of dealing with these types of scenarios. Like I'm going to add a little sugar on top just because of that, because it sounds fun. I'm in on that. Yeah. I like that. I don't think it's going to give you 28 to three outcomes, <laughs> but I do feel hey, like Madden simulations are real. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But I do feel I like. I find that so funny every week. Like we were supposed to lose to the Eagles last week. Yeah. And like, I, first of all, I take nothing from them, but I think they're fun. No. I mean, RJ is just fun in general. Like he's got yeah. a math equation for why the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl every year. And oh, I'm yeah. And fun. usually it has to do with like Taylor Swift releasing an album or something. Honestly, we're set up pretty between that and the Jimmy Johnson curse. Like, I just feel like the Cowboys team like can't lose this year. Like, they can't lose. They cannot lose. Taylor and Jimmy gonna take us to a Super Bowl. Like, I'm in. I heard our friend um Saad was on his podcast the other day, and I died laughing. And you, I mean, obviously he's such a good reporter, but it's it makes me laugh when people who are career media members like find something funny because it's almost like they're breaking character a little bit because they're like pretty stoic about like you know reporting on the news and reporting on like all the things that are happening but he made this hilarious point where he was like the Cowboys haven't lost since Jerry induct is talked about inducting Jimmy into the you know the ring of honor and uh, like because of that if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year it's gonna be because of Jimmy like he's gonna have to like you know, you, he's not going to give credit to him, lose it. <laughs> but like, but like, seriously, like they, they spent like what, 30 years trying to replace Jimmy Johnson and like recreate his success. And like the one year that Jerry goes and gives Jimmy his flowers, like is the year that it happens. And then he'd be like, drop the mic. Like, see, you needed me this entire time. I would. And the year that they're filming a Netflix special. So good. Like <laughs> so good. It's just. It's just poetry in motion, kids. Is really couldn't write it any better. Now, if you were gonna like fully write a '90s script, there you would uh, have the Buffalo Bills be the rematch in the Super Bowl, and they would lose. Like the Cowboys would beat the Bills, and then we would have another film called "The Five Falls of Buffalo" instead of "The Four Falls." Well, um, we have a mini. I have a little mini list of for things for you to do if you're going to the falls or if you're going to Buffalo because. I just was there a couple months ago and I texted our mutual friend who's from there and got a list. So I'll give you that in a moment. But I think one of the most important things is obviously like, it's really important that this Cowboys team, I think in general for the sake of like their mentality and keeping this run going, I think it's important that they, you know, they win out obviously, but winning against this game, even though it's not a division team, I think it's really important. Um, There's about, Oh God. Um, 
14, 13 to 14 scenarios that I've seen where they are able to win. And it's one of my favorite things. I see all these like reporters like um, <clears throat> posting this out. But so I have to give uh, the Dallas Cowboys PR team the credit for this because I'm pretty positive this is where this came from. But they can clinch a playoff position if they win or tie on Sunday for the Buffalo game. And then there's 13 other ways they can win. They can clinch a playoff position if they lose on Sunday. But I just feel like those are really complicated. And I'm not going to write, I'm not going to run down 50,000 different scenarios because A, I don't have time and B, you're not going to remember. Most importantly, I just think it's important to know that they can win. Uh, If they win, they can clinch that spot, which would be like really, really great. Did last night's game have any implication whatsoever? No. No. Yeah, no, that was. Those teams are terrible. No offense. Actually, all offense. All offense. All offense we take in. So. I say no offense so often when I totally mean offense. The one that always scares me the most, though, is like, I don't like when we start to go full, like, CFP playoff committee mode and talk about the, the, whoa, the potentials. Really, Kelsey? Lord, she needs a coffee. And it's like in the afternoon. But on one of these scenarios, it's like Seattle loses or ties, plus a Minnesota loss, plus Dal clinches strength of victory tie. Like strength of victory? No, I don't like it. Would be nice if the Seahawks beat the Eagles, but we'll see. That's the that's the bird bowl, folks. The bird bowl. The bird bowl. The call. I don't even know where they're playing. They're they're playing. uh, Seattle is playing at home against the Eagles, so that's. An edge there, yeah, a little bit. I don't think they'll win, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles look forward to DK's uh hand signs in the end zone. Yeah, it's it's a tight race though. It really is like between us and the Eagles. I mean, I'm looking at like strength of sketch. Like, obviously, we're in first place right now because we defeated them, but right. We also face the Dolphins. I'm not yeah. laughing at that. I'm not laughing at the Bills. I'm also, for the first time in my life, not laughing at the Lions, which is a very weird thing. Um, and meanwhile, the Eagles have Seattle, which I'm not laughing at, but I'm pretty sure Geno's not playing still. But that could be TBD because they got a couple days. And then they've got DeVito, which, again, not laughing at DeVito, but, like, I'm not. I think we're all laughing at DeVito. Yeah, how about the fact that... He's a caricature quarterback. Dude, the Giants signed Daniel Jones to an extension, then DeVito goes out and, like, plays well. You're just like, what? All he has to do is the Italian, like, little... Everyone's going crazy. But they've got the Giants twice and the Cardinals. And I'm just like... They they went through their gauntlet already. Yeah. They they got two L's, so... I just don't see a world where the Eagles like really lose out. Well, at least the, the, the this Cardinals team is with Kyler Murray. When I tell you I wouldn't hate being proven wrong, I want to make sure I voice that and speak that into the world, speak it into existence, manifest it. Um, I'm not telling you guys why this, but Megan, Megan will understand this reference. I've been very good to a fault at manifesting things in my life and speaking things into existence. It's true. <laughs> it's a little scary, honestly. I need you to start doing it for me. At like a crazy level. So 
this is just me going ahead and, you know, trying to carry that torch and see how long this will take me. If the Eagles don't lose out, I will let the Eagles lose out in the name of at least lose like one or two. Oh, like, yeah. like let's split the Giants and then lose to the Cardinals. I would love that. <laughs> they lose to the Giants. That would just be a really wonderful Christmas present to myself. Like this is our manifestation witchcraft over here. Monday, December 25th at 3.30 p.m. is when we will all be watching the Giants beat the Eagles. And that would just be phenomenal. It would be follow Gala Lala anonymous. <laughs> I'm just like. I'm I really here. tried to get like a Christmassy word in there and it failed. I'm really here for the pain and suffering of my fellow NFC East teams. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I hope they all lose. Yeah, mainly that. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so I feel like we're both. I mean, well, actually, I don't know. Are we both in agreement that, you know, despite <clears throat> some of the things we mentioned with the Bills, and I know, you know, I think you guys will probably go into it further on the world's team, but some of the key matchups that are going to be important to watch, um, despite the fact that they haven't had the best go of it, we still feel like the Bills are a pretty solid contender, but I'm going to give the Cowboys the edge still. I don't think it'll be um, as much as I love you, RJ, as much as my words have been powerful lately, I'm going to give it like a 28 to, you know, I don't know, like maybe I'll say 21 or 24. Like, I think it's going to be pretty close. Like, I don't see this being an insanely high scoring game. It's freezing. So I'm just kind of like, we're going to run the ball. We're going to do our thing. And Brandon Aubrey's going to, you know, make me be a proud special teams convert and kick a 60 plus yarder in the middle of torrential downpour. And then we're all going to be like, is he a wizard? Is his name Harry? Like that's going to be what happens. You're a wizard, Brandon. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously the, the bills are on an, on an uptick right now. I think though, that that's going to end here. I think that Josh Allen's, um, Turnovers are going to rear their ugly heads. I think Gilly and Bland are going to have a day. I think it is going to be the revenge of 2019 Thanksgiving, and Dallas is going to win 26 to 15. So, this is a a better number, but I'll stick by mine. It's literally the score from the Thanksgiving game where they beat us 26 to 15. Yeah. I'm re- reverse knowing it on the reverse, reverse, reverse. Remember that line dance where they said that in there? No. Okay. Yeah. It played at every wedding ever. What is that one again? What's that song? Electric. Uh, Electric slide. Slide no. to the left. Slide to, slide the, to right. the right. Crisscross. Everybody clap your hands. <laughs> what is that song? I don't know. No, we are human robots, dude. Like, <laughs> This is our culture. Millennium? Millennium. Oh, I I will run to the bathroom the second that song comes on. Oh. Tell me, like, first of all, I'm a terrible dancer, but like. Same. The second any one of those songs comes on, even like the wobble, I, I'm i like, I'm out. I don't know how to do any of those. And you yeah. would probably look at both Megan and, and it's I. Like, I expose myself yeah. on the dance no. floor? Absolutely not. <laughs> People are like, oh, you're outgoing. You probably love being on the dance floor. I'm like, absolutely not. 
Only when I can like do really, really dumb things and like be funny. Not when I like people are going in a certain direction. And if I miss the direction, then I look like a moron. I probably need to be a tad sauced and in a large, very packed crowd to be intrigued by the concept of going and dancing at a, at a wedding. I wish I was different. Like, trust me, folks. Like, I wish that I was like so confident in such like a wedding dancer. Like, that would just be a, a cool experience for me. But I'm not. I'm not. Um, all right. Well, there's your there's your digression of the day. That's think- your bit of the day. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome for this content. Um, guys, thanks for... Oh, wait. Hold on. I have to tell you one one thing. Like, if you're going to Buffalo, I need to... Um, have the, the list. The list. Okay. Um, <clears throat> wings. The popular tour spots are Duff's or Anchor Bar. But our friend Adam says, usually all wings in Buffalo are pretty good. So I will say... I went to, where'd I go? Do you remember which one I went to? I don't remember. Um, I think I went to Anchor I think Bar. I went to Anchor Bar. Yeah. Anchor Bar was dank. So definitely go and get the wings. Like be the tourist. It's okay. It's definitely yeah. worth it. And go to Niagara Falls. That's pretty cool too. There's like the Maid of the Mist. I think that's what it's called. You could do like the little boat ride. That's pretty epic. Go to Niagara Falls State that's where Park. where Jim and Pam got married. So. It is where they got parried. They got parried. Are you joking, Kelsey? Like, what is wrong? <laughs> is my brain and my mouth like connected today, or is there like a disconnect? Or yeah, I think you turned it off. We have to turn it back on. What are you? Um. All right. Well, that's my contributions for the day. As you know, just minimal. Like, just Google it, okay? <laughs> yeah, just look it up. Um. <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. We do appreciate you as always for tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed to the Blog and the Boys podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also, come hang out with Megan and I on social media. We're on um, all the platforms. Twitter for me is Kelsey underscore Charles. I'm also on Instagram at Hey, wait, am I? Yeah. Hey, Kelsey Charles. Whoa. <laughs> me from myself. Megan is on social media at? At Meg Murray with four R's on everything. And we're just going to leave you with these most emphatic words, especially after last week's complete destruction of all bird-like things. And Megan, those are? Dallas forever, Philly for never. Birds are not real. Bye, guys. Have a good weekend. <laughs>